0: Okay, welcome back. Hopefully, again, you had a wonderful weekend. Uh, Welcome back to Police Pod Talk. I'm Cleveland. I've got uh, Abby with me again today.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: And I've got Jeremy. Hello. All right, here we go. Hey, we're going to start out today with an update that uh, just happened to come across the uh, wire. Uh, We did a story a while back on uh, the Galveston Police Department, uh, Galveston, Texas Police Department, where they were walking a gentleman uh, down the street led by a couple of horses, and they had a rope attached to the handcuffs, and they're walking them, parading them through town. There's a little bit of an update on them because last we heard that uh, they really weren't going to do too much about it, but the body cam video came out, these officers leading them down in horseback by horseback, but um, they got the two officers talking to each other this time. They didn't have that before. One of the officers clearly said, this is going to look bad, and we kind of talked about that, uh-huh. wondering... Did one officer say anything to the other one or somebody in this group had to say something? So, yeah, sure enough, one of the officers knew this was really going to look bad is what he said. And he actually said it twice to his partner. And then he asked, he asked the uh, partner, do you really want to do this? Do you really want to walk him through town? And the uh, partner, female officer, just nodded her head yes several times. And uh, they started leading him through town. I guess this little trek took, uh, took a while. To get done, almost a half an hour before a uh, cage car showed up that would transport him the rest of the way to lockup. So we wondered about: Does anybody yeah. gonna use common sense in this thing? And uh, they tried, but hey, sometimes you can get talked out of it and uh, you find yourself in a jam. So I guess the police chief is lo- re-looking at this, and he's going to look to possibly. Uh, Uh, suspend some people or some kind of discipline to be handed down to these two officers who decided at that moment that it was best to walk this gentleman through town by their horses with a rope attached to the handcuffs. So that's a little bit of the update that we're going to do on this story. And uh, we'll keep you informed if anything changes, if they did come up with a decision on what they're going to do. But, uh, hey, Galveston, uh, I think you you fell in our category of uh, what were you thinking, man? (laughs) On that one, I don't remember if Abby did that or not.
2: No, I don't think Abby was with us on that one, but I'm sure she listened to it and, yes, and
1: yep. knew it.
0: She, you Were knew you th-
1: with us? Yes, I was. I Abby I was
2: with us. Okay. Never no, mind, I can't remember that one. But and I think one of the officers said, it might have been the female officer, said something about... If he doesn't walk or doesn't do something, they're just going to drag him behind yeah. him.
0: Yeah, she says, stay close to my horse. If you don't stay close, I'm just going to drag you down the street. Yeah, yeah and,
3: I, and they
2: know. they knew it was going to look bad, and yet, well, they still did it anyway. They did it anyway. Yeah, that will
0: happen. That will happen. So that's just a a quick update on that. And uh, well, like I said, we'll keep you informed if we come up with anything else on any kind of disciplinary action that may be handed down.
2: And there was just to throw this last little bit in there, just kind of reading through this. The one officer did ask the female officer if they wanted to go down a different street with less traffic, and she told him, yes, I want the less eyesight. The less eyesight. They knew what they were doing.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: You
2: knew it. They knew they needed to hide it, too, and they Mm -hmm. they kept doing it.
0: Okay, and uh, I guess the thing we really want to talk about, we're just going to kind of talk about it, and uh, unless you've been living under a rock here the last couple of weeks, this entire uh, trial of the uh, Dallas police officer that female officer that went home after 12, almost 13 hours of work, uh, walking up to her apartment. She lived on the third floor. She was distracted, uh, I guess, texting to her boyfriend on the phone and uh, went up an extra flight of stairs. Ended up going into the wrong apartment, the door that was left open accidentally, uh, and encountered someone into, in the apartment which she thought was hers had her weapon drawn, and according to her, she ordered them to show you hands and things like that, and this person didn't. Shots were fired, and we've got uh, a young man killed uh, in his own apartment. Uh, It appeared to be a huge mistake. Um, She went to trial. Both sides fought hard, and eventually it came out that the jurors uh, said that uh, she was guilty of uh, murder which uh, took a lot of people by surprise. But, I mean, we talked about it a lot here in the office. We kicked it around a lot, trying to figure out what we were looking at, what we were seeing, good, bad, accident or not an accident. Uh, then, I guess the other day, just the other day, they handed down a 10-year sentence. Uh, within five years, she'll be el- eligible for parole. Uh, and then, I guess, there was a, the brother of the victim uh, gave an emotional speech and showed a lot of uh, forgiveness toward the officer. And eventually the judge allowed him to hug the female officer uh, right there in the courtroom. And I guess there was a lot of hugging going on. The judge hugged the the parents of the victim and ended up hugging the uh, officer also, which sparked other conversation. A huge accident. Mm -hmm. Um, a A lot of things led up to this. A lot of little things happened all the way up there. And uh, the brother did say something in his speech about everyone makes mistakes and uh, and how he felt about her and hoping that she turns her life around, turns it to Christ and things like that. So, Jeremy, I'm, I'm just going to start mm-hmm. with you. I mean, like I said, we kicked it around a lot and a lot mm-hmm. of people have talked about it. But, uh, you know, what are your thoughts about what you've been seeing and hearing?
2: Well, uh, I didn't follow it too closely, only what we talked about in the office here. But I, I was one of those people that you said were surprised by the, the murder
0: Um, charge charge. yeah Yeah, that's what i was looking for
2: Mm -hmm. murder i was surprised by murder um yes she did kill him um but for me when i think of murder and i don't know all the legal wordings that go along with it uh, but when me when i and again this is texas so i don't know about the law down there that differs from here but i think about you know premeditated somebody is planning and wanting and thought out killing somebody that's what I think about when I think of murder Mm -hmm. and with this I mean yes she did it do I have an issue with her being punished for what she did no not really right but do I think it is murder I don't I don't think it's actually murder Um, I don't know what else there would be some kind of homicide or some kind of manslaughter or other thing that goes along with it right Um, but I don't see the premeditated I don't think she obviously came out to went home planning on murdering him right I I I believe I mean it was an accident she went into the wrong apartment thinking it was hers yes there was a lot that went into it and there was a lot of the details everything that goes into it but in the end uh, I don't believe this was her murdering him so that that I was surprised I was one of those people that was surprised by the murder conviction right Um, but do I again do I have a problem with her being punished no do I know what the right punishment is if it's this or something else I don't know but murder did take me by surprise mm-hmm. yeah I felt
0: it
1: mm-hmm. what you got no I, I actually agree with Jeremy with that um just
3: surprise um mm-hmm.
1: you know and I agree with Cleveland when he said there was a lot of things put in place you know she was distracted walking home went to the wrong apartment but unknowing to her she did not realize that when she got there thinking it was her apartment that uh, the door is unlocked um and having that police background of however many years i'm not really sure how long she was a police officer i think officer. it's
0: five five years five years okay
1: mm-hmm. so you know um <clears throat> your first thought is i'm at my door the door's open i don't know what's going on is a perpetrator still in there um so i can see having her gun pulled in kind of a low ready i don't i don't know exactly where she had it but right you know so do i think she was intentionally going in there to kill somebody no um, but again, in her head, she was going in her own apartment. The doors. She knew she didn't leave it uh, open when she left, not knowing what was going on. Um, I, I kind of I do agree with the murder. I I'm, I was surprised by that one. That's, but, you know, you do have to be held responsible. Right. Um. I think it's great of the the brother, um, of the victim. I think it would be hard to give that forgiveness, even mm-hmm. though as much as I would hope I would, I don't know if I would be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for him to to give that speech, and especially talking, you know, I'm sure he gave it right to her, probably oh, yeah. looking at her. Right at her. Um, you know, I think that's awesome of him to forgive her and give that speech to her. I I, I just can't fathom what the, fam- the victim's family You know, and you know she was remorseful. She didn't want it to happen. She didn't go plan on murdering him. Um, So it's just a tragic, tragic event.
0: Right.
1: Tragic event.
0: Yeah, I watched that, and uh, I'm standing there as he's struggling through what he has to say. Mm -hmm. It wasn't written down, and I'm sure he thought about it a lot Mm -hmm. because he just kept rolling forward as he's speaking to her. And I was surprised at uh, what he was saying. Uh, forgiveness is a tough thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can uh, tell someone you forgive them, but that person has to forgive themselves. Mm, yeah. And she's got 10 years to think about mm-hmm. forgiving herself.
1: Right. I, I have a feeling it's going to be for the rest of her life, not just yeah, the not days to, that she's sitting in jail.
0: There you go. Yeah, because taking someone's life is, is something that uh, you have to be taught to do. Uh, I mean, they have to train people to do that. It's not a natural thing. It's not a, a natural thing that you would do as you want to go take someone's life. You have to train to shoot. You have to train, to be it in the police department or in the service, you train for that.
2: Yeah, and this, I mean, to me, this is kind of different than, you know, there's obviously all those other stories about police-involved shootings where they shoot and kill somebody. This, to me, is just a completely different scenario than all those other situations because, I mean, for me in that situation, you know, if they're on duty, they're responding to a scene, whatever they're doing, where they are involved in a shooting and and that happens, that's involved in in their work and what they're doing. I mean, this is completely different, her going home, Again, thinking she's home, opening with her. I mean, this could. I mean, this could have been just a regular citizen doing this if they happened to be carrying a gun, mm-hmm. and they still went in uh, on their own with right. the gun drawn. I mean, this could be a regular citizen doing this. This isn't a police officer responding to a scene, mm-hmm. doing their job. So, to me, this is where this one's completely different than all those other scenarios. Again, she does have that training. Um, again, would people do it differently? I mean, if it was me and the gun was, o- or not the gun, the door was open. Um, again, if there was. Unlocked. Maybe I thought I forgot to lock it. And I might still go in, just completely right. unaware. Right. Um, but if the door is wide open, would I still go in? I mean, I might step back. Someone might step back and call nine one one, say, "Hey, my door's open." So she did have that training. She responded differently than what other people might do. But it's still, she wasn't involved in the duties of her being a police officer. That's what makes it different for me than kind of those other shootings.
3: Yeah,
0: but but as a police officer, they always say you're always a police officer. Sure. You always have that awareness. I think after 13 hours of work...
1: That's, a lot of, you, that's a lot of hours. Yeah, you're
0: trying to wind down coming home. You're doing whatever it is you're talking, you're texting. You get distracted. Yeah, she was, I'm sure she was looking down yeah. the whole time at her phone. You end up at the wrong door, and you don't know it. You place keys in the door, and the door slides open. All of a sudden, now you've got to go back to that heightened uh, police awareness again. And you encounter someone in your house... I still, my part, I take in the fact that we don't have, the men do not have the same fears as women. Women have different fears of going to the grocery store, going through that parking garage, walking down that alley, crossing whatever. Men can walk through it and it's no big deal. You're a female officer, you still a female first. You still have those fears that a guy wouldn't have if that door came open. I'm not making it an excuse for it, but I'm just getting you to understand. Teaching self-defense classes, women have different fears. So you've got to go to that level of where their fears are at. Opening that door and encountering someone who maybe is standing or approaching is totally different than if me or Jeremy, we're standing there, we can assess the situation a little bit quicker and feel a little more comfortable in maybe being able to stand or hold our ground fighting just a little bit longer than a female. She did what she did. The end result is the end result. But you can't get into her head to say, what was she thinking at that time? And she can't even express it. And she's probably afraid to say, oh, no, she didn't. She was scared. She was flat out scared. And there's nothing wrong with saying, I was scared. I was afraid. But women's fears are different than men's fears. All of those things played out and ended the way they did. We can't even address if you shoot somebody, what will you do? Yeah, you're trained to get first aid. Yeah, you're trained to, to do chest compressions. But when you find out you're in the wrong apartment, the wrong person <laughs> getting shot, mm-hmm. you made a huge mistake, you don't know what to do, we don't know. You don't know that. And like you said, it's different to being a police officer when you're on duty. You know exactly, boom, what you're going to do. But now you're in the wrong environment, wrong mm-hmm. place. And it's like, man, a lot of things are going through her head to have that happen was she wrong yes mm-hmm. okay did she get punished yes i can't get fired up about the 10 years 20 years or whatever she got her time what they felt was appropriate for her time and the brother and the family have the right they're the ones that are forgiving not mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. i don't think i'm not forgiving anybody else anybody. it's
1: it's his the victim's family i agree with you right
0: and the mother said if there's going to be a protest make it peaceful you know, and, and she knew there would be protests no matter which way it went. So, hey, they're the ones that forgive. They're the ones that deal with it. They're the ones that wake up in the middle of the night crying. Mm-hmm. Not me. And I'm not saying it in a cold-hearted way, but I have no right to break a window, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just get mad. You know, I can't get wrapped up in that part of it. The whole thing was sad. It was a, a lot of things that happened that led up to a tragic ending. Mm-hmm. And that ending is still not over. It's not right. over it's never going to be over for the family right. mm-hmm. and it's never going to be over for her. Anybody looking at this you got to learn from it. not so much hey don't open the door with your gun in your hand no you, you learn from it and, and learn how to treat one another learn how that hey mistakes happen and how to forgive each other and that's tough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I find it hard to forgive people on little things.
1: Mm-hmm. You step
0: on my foot and don't say sorry and walk away, I'm mad. Mm. <laughs> Shoot. I'll keep
1: that in mind. <laughs> well,
0: Jeremy did it the other day, and I'm still waiting for an apology.
2: <laughs> keep waiting. <laughs>
0: no, we're not again. But, I mean, that apology is 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 hard to give, but then it's hard to forgive yourself. And, it,
1: and I think even for the family, coo- you know, to – to be in, 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 in your own heart, to accept, you know, her apologies, mm-hmm. to know to actually give that forgiveness in yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's only with them. It's not with anybody else out there. Really? I agree with you on that. It's within their own heart. His mother, his brother, you know, any other siblings, any other family, they have to, in their own heart, mm-hmm. forgive her. Um, it's kind of their own personal thing.
0: In their time too. Yep, it oh, takes time. Not right. Just because it, you said it, don't mean it's going to happen right, right then.
2: And, and I don't. I, yeah. I, and I don't think, like you said, it's not us. We shouldn't be, you know, mad at them or, or happy with them. Or, I mean, we can agree with them, whatever. But it's not us to determine the amount of time it takes for them. If they have already forgiven them, that's on them. If mm-hmm. it takes them, if they never do, that's on them. It's not for us to say whether they should or shouldn't forgive her, right. or when right. when's the right time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have any say in that. That's on them.
0: Yeah. This this the whole thing is sad. Learn. The entire thing is sad. Um, hey, <laughs> you wish it on no one. Um, you really don't. You wish this on no one. But it happens. It happens. And then what are we going to learn from it? You as an individual, what are you going to learn from this? Uh, I, I think back, you guys probably don't re- You remember when, uh, was it Janet Jackson? Was at the Super Bowl, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they had the, the yeah. wardrobe malfunction, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I mean, I remember, I remember where I was at. This is like one of those events. I remember exactly where I was at and what I saw. I saw it, but uh, <laughs> I saw an impression not, on you. It, it, it sure is. You <laughs> 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 make sure I check my buttons, but uh, <laughs> I remember that event. But the weird part about it was the next day, how many people were mad? How many people wanted other people to get mad about the entire thing? and boycott certain things about her. And the, and the, the on the news, and it's like, wait a minute, I saw it. I didn't get mad, I just mm-hmm. went on, mm-hmm. okay? And uh, yeah, like I said, I learned to keep an eye on my buttons. But I learned from that. But I couldn't get mad. I cannot join someone else's anger,
3: mm-hmm.
0: okay? I can't, all right? So the same thing with this. It's not my anger to join. It's the family. If the family wanna be mad, they can be mad. Mm-hmm. How do you show support to them? I don't know. That's a good question. But I'm not going to join their anger. And like I said, I'm not going to uh, march and protest. And people say, well, you should. You should. No. No, I don't. I don't have to.
3: Okay.
2: Well, and I'm sure there's something you feel strongly about that those people don't. Right. I mean, you have your own. Pe- things make you mad that they're thinking, okay, well, why, th- why are you getting mad about that? Right. So yeah, everyone has their own opinions and own, own things that they feel strongly about. And it's not our place to force them to feel the same way right right I mean, you're gonna apologize about that foot thing I, or
3: not
1: i, I was no gonna world. say do i, do I need it. to be mad at jeremy or not i'm not sure where i should no, go no, here you should join my side okay
0: um, <laughs> no. i'm just gonna stay neutral what are we learning here okay? <laughs> <laughs> to apologize no no I, I again if you haven't seen this or been paying attention to it on the news and uh, you've been living under a rock but uh, a lot can be learned from this a lot of healing can be done from this and if you're one of those officers out there and, and you may have some bad feelings or something, hey, it always seems to come out. And when it does, it comes out in a bad way. And uh, not to say that she did this because she did not like the guy. It was an accident that happened. I mean, that's really about what it was. I, I think mm-hmm. we beat that up enough. mm mm-hmm. yeah, Sure. Yeah. You good? You good? I'm good. Yeah. All right. Hey, um... Uh, Abby, would you got a, uh, had a boy or what do we got? a what were you thinking, man?
1: Well, I got a, what were you thinking, man? <laughs> on a teenager.
3: <laughs> on a teenager. <laughs>
1: All right. So, uh, in September, a teen was charged with impersonating a sheriff's deputy in uh, New Mexico. So an 18 year old in New Mexico was charged with impersonating a sheriff's deputy after he allegedly conducted a traffic stop using police lights. He outfitted on his own personal car. So, uh, what actually happened was an Albuquerque police officer happened upon this scene at 1230 AM, saw a vehicle without any police markings, but outfitted with a red and blue flashing lights. Mm. Um, so as the officer, um, the Albuquerque officer was driving by, kind of looked uh, that it didn't seem right. And I think the guy actually, the teenager actually waved at him as he was passing, which prompted it him to turn a lot, around. <laughs> he, he
0: waved to give him the signal That's to right. please keep we're, going.
1: <laughs> Stop next to the car. Um, so, uh, this young gentleman, the 18-year-old, was wearing plain clothes but had a star-shaped badge on his belt, mm-hmm. um, identified himself to the officer, the Albuquerque officer, and that he worked for the sheriff's department there for the past three years. Hmm. Um, the, there was body cam footage, um, the scene that shows this young teenager um, quoting, this is all I got, gesturing to the badge when the officer asked for him for identification. He kind of... Put his hand on the huh. badge and said, this is all I got. That's
0: all he needs. That's right. <laughs> He's the man.
1: <laughs> um, when the Albuquerque officer asked the uh, impersonating officer why he pulled the SUV over, he replied it had been traveling on the highway at 125—excuse me, 120 miles per hour. Wow. Um, that's when he, the real cop told the impersonating cop to return the documents back to the, air, to the driver and had them leave. So the officer expressed concern against conducting a traffic stop without proper attire and equipment and discussed and contacted dispatch to have the supervisor for the sheriff's office come to the scene because things just didn't seem right. Mm-hmm. Um, questioning him. Um, actually, they didn't. So they placed him, uh, this impersonating officer, in the back of the Albuquerque's police officer's car, waited for the um, sheriff's supervisor to arrive without being, without being asked any questions, then impersonating officer confessed that he had bought the badge online and did not work for the sheriff's office in quotes he said I'm going to be straight up with you I'm not a cop mm, mm, mm. so needless to say uh, he did get handcuffed and he is being charged with impersonating an officer did, did they so, use his
0: handcuffs or did he use his, the real officer's I handcuffs I think he
1: had handcuffs
0: <laughs> all he had was a badge he said
3: this That's is right. all I got all he, he, he had his uh, <laughs> he was ready to go. kid
1: police, officer, police handcuffs where he had a little button they can plastic. undo himself was plastic yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so, did he say if he's ever done this before?
1: No, it actually said he was actually on his way to his actual job when he saw the SUU <laughs> and decided to pull it over for so speeding. I don't. I don't, wait, well, if He wait. had a radar gun. I don't know how he kind of knew he was speeding. Wait, wait. He, he had
0: red too. light, red and blue lights. Yes, he, in his car mm-hmm, already. Mm-hmm. So wait, what was his actual job? Please, please tell me. I got well, it. I
1: don't know. It's in Albuquerque, courtesy and parking. That's it. Just hey. says.
0: Oh, so he's a parking patro- c- control person.
1: And like, I think he had like <laughs> a blue colored, like khaki pant look and like a polo yeah, shirt on. Yeah. Is what it looked like he was wearing was his plain he's clothes. He's a parking attendant.
0: He's a parking attendant with red and blue lights. Yeah.
2: And a badge. And a badge. He had the <laughs> yeah. badge though. So. And he was pulling folks over. He's I pull- wonder if he had done that before. If this was maybe his first
3: one.
1: It doesn't yeah. say, so I, I cannot qu- answer that question. Bad-
0: so he took their doc. He took their driver's license and yep. registration from them.
1: I think he might have even had his little pad out too, right down oh. To <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so. If you have people, if you have not watched video, you got to go watch. It's hilarious to see this little young kid. He looks really young. Um, standing by the car, as a, as you can see, the body cam on the officer. He's standing up by the driver's window. Looks like he's kind of writing stuff down. <laughs>
0: he's pretending. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a pen.
1: Jeez. I don't know <laughs> what he was planning on doing. I mean, was he planning? I he mean, was, was, was he let him all?
0: off with of the warning? Maybe, at 120 maybe. miles an hour, you don't get a warning. Okay, I don't okay. know if he's has a radar. That's somebody gets
1: locked up. How did he know they were 120? He went that far to catch him up he went that fast maybe <laughs> he's a good he at math. he's good at
0: math he was figuring out you know the distance just between the, a, a rock or whatever to, yeah. and a cactus don't they have cactus down there or is that a different place new mexico? i've never
1: <laughs> been to new mexico I, sure
0: okay <laughs> it's a desert right sure. <laughs> he, he saw something a lizard and he saw it go by i mean that's ridiculous so,
3: so kudos, officer...
1: kudos to this officer Albuquerque have a Kirky officer oh, yeah, it, yeah. i mean who knows what uh if this guy had any intentions or just kind of having fun out there oh, um because we know bad things happen from people impersonating so I'm glad that you know something didn't feel right to him he went and turned right. around and, and came those, back
2: those people got pulled over pulling away probably thinking what the heck is going on <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they see it on the news the next day like, I was that car I was an yeah. SUV I wonder how many other people said that's the same guy that got yeah. me yeah. <laughs> he's good
1: <laughs> actually while I was looking this up kind of kind of doing some research looking this actually happens a lot And actually, when I kind of looked, there's a lot of teens that do. I don't know if they so much have gotten people pulled over, but well, no, they have. And then but no one I don't think has ever been um, caught red handed pulling someone over. Usually it's like after the fact. Yes. It's usually after the fact. This was like totally red handed, (laughs) like (laughs) talking to the person. I don't know if he's right now taking his little pat. I don't know. I, I wonder I would
0: like to hear what he thought when he turned around and saw the real policeman standing there.
1: Well he's waving him by, hoping he would not come.
0: He was hey, thanks for the backup. <laughs> you may go now.
2: Well he it sounds like he did okay for a little while. He said, you know, this is all I need, the badge. I mean, he got all the way into the real officer's car before he actually confessed. So he played along for a little bit. He didn't start out and freak out. Well, and and I do have to admit, movie. the badge
1: was actually when the um sh- the sheriff's Super, the supervisor from the sheriff's department actually came. They did say it was an actual real badge that they have had previously, but it was an old badge, so it was like out of date kind of badge. What but the
0: museum and get it. Well, home? supposedly
1: he said he got it from his dad, but when they went and checked records, they didn't have it. They've never had a police officer by the same last name. I don't know. Thought um, he said he got it online. Well, he did, but then no, he, he got, got the lights on. He did. Well, he did. He got the things. He did first say he got the badge online. Then he came back and said. um despite against during this interview that the badge once belonged to his father who had died but and the sheriff's deputy like i said said it was a real badge (laughs) but it was an outdated one so i don't know if they have ever came to a conclusion on that but i'm sorry (laughs) so
0: so all this you can order online so you can actually get red and blue lights online
1: i I think everybody that has been charged with impersonating was had lights.
0: Cause I, yeah, oh. it's like how, the Barney yeah, pipe you put how they on pull top. No, yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> <laughs> no Barney's. That that one stays on the top. <laughs> that's his car. <laughs> that, that, that's like one Adam twelve. No, that, not not even that. Dragnet. No, baby. he
1: did. And actually, when you see the video, they are like sitting <clears throat> in his front dash board. I, I guess. I mean, it does. It just shows the lights um, right up front on the dashboard, but. <laughs> So I don't know if and they so were. So no
0: charge? What are the charges? Did they say? They
1: are charging him with impersonating a, a police officer.
0: Is that like a felony misdemeanor? I have absolutely no Slap on the wrist. And he side.
2: is 18.
1: He's 18. I mean, it is he's a, an adult. It'll be an adult now.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, that would be kind of scary. I don't know
1: if he's like jealous he wants to be a police officer. I don't, I yeah. don't know uh, well, what was going through his <laughs> mind. So
0: what do you think if, if you're about to get pulled over and you're not sure that person's a police officer, what would you do? Jeremy, what would you do?
2: Well, <laughs> Cleveland. And you're not, <laughs> and you're
0: not sure. You're, you're looking like something ain't right. Something's not right. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess the best thing you probably should do is just call dispatch and say, hey, somebody's pulling me over. I'm not sure what's going on. And then can't they tell you, yeah, the, do they call? I don't know. Yeah, if you the call out a, a traffic call,
0: stop, they know you're making a traffic stop.
1: But I have to question real quick. So would you know by a car? He, well, now, granted, this guy's was like a gray sedan. So, I mean, I've never seen a police officer drive a gray sedan. But if you're looking through your rearview mirror... Are you paying attention that it's a sedan or, you know, it's like one of those, like at first, you might not know right away with the car pulling up beside you because police officers these days, it seems like they drive
3: all kinds of cars until he
1: comes up. right. Mm -hmm. And to my understanding, I mean, my understanding is, I know you can, sorry, Jeremy, I kind of answered for you or taken over. (laughs) Always go ahead. Um, They should be either in full uniform or enough that they have a, they can show you Proof that they're an officer. I know you can always call for a supervisor, too, if something now, just they, doesn't seem right.
2: Are they supposed to pull you over if they're in an unmarked car?
0: That's a good... Well, well see, some of the cars are unmarked and have lights and stuff But if in they're in an unmarked... And they're in a uniform. I was going to say, if well, they're unmarked, uniform, they need to be right. full uniform, right, don't they? Right. 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 Detectives drive unmarked cars, and they have to have a uniform officer uh, help out. I mean, they can call it out, and they can have them make the traffic stop, or they can make the stop, but then they won't approach until the uniform officer shows up. Right.
2: Well and i think yeah i
0: mean for me i
1: guess the the uniform officer showed up oh yeah he had (laughs) a badge he had a badge (laughs) so yeah i
0: I, my little two cents and i'll throw this out especially again it's a fear for females is if you're in doubt there's nothing wrong with just a slow roll getting on your phone hitting 911 saying hey I'm by myself in the car. I'm not sure if this is a real police officer. I'm at such and such, the last intersection I saw, and I don't know if this is a real uh, officer. 911, they can tell you right away, yes, that's a real policeman pulling you over. He's calling out. He should be Officer Smith or whatever coming up to your window. I mean, you don't gun it and leave them, and now you got a pursuit, and the thing turns out real. Okay? <laughs> and that's kind
1: of more of a bigger felony. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so just a slow roll that you're, you're slowly rolling, and you're on the phone. You're in doubt. You, you, a lot of it, trust your gut. You will know. Now, if they got you out of the car and you're doing something crazy, I mean, you know. I mean, that that's a scary thing, especially for a female. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if that was a male or female in the car.
1: I don't know either. It doesn't you say. You
0: will do need a beat down. <laughs> I mean, it, and unfortunately, no if
1: you're already out of the car, you're probably too late. Well, yeah, you better Unfortunately, you so if, if
0: they're doing it, looking to do some harm to you. Yeah. I mean, we can laugh about it, but I mean, what about the person that got pulled over? That's some scary stuff. Mm-hmm. To
1: that's know scary. that you fell for it.
0: And then he's. Cheating. Well, to know that
2: even happened,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's too bad. Oh well, hey, that, that's a, what were you thinking, man? Big time,
1: yeah.
3: And
0: then uh, kudos to the officer who who was smart enough to you know not just you know hustle to lunch or something or dinner and keep going and leave him there. That was good, good eye on mm-hmm. that guy's part. Well, Abby, we do appreciate that, Anytime. and uh, yeah, <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, and again, folks, uh, if, if uh, you get a chance, or uh, you don't know anything about the. Uh, the uh, court and uh, the trial and all that good stuff, and uh, take a look at it, and you can form your own opinion on it. And we always do appreciate you listening to Police Pod Talk. Uh, Jeremy, thank you. Thank Abby, you. good looking out. Thank you very much. You're and uh, folks, again, catch us at uh, policepodtalk at com. If you've got any complaints, concerns, or even a show you might want to hear, you can also look us up on Facebook under Cleveland Junior. Just ask to friend us, and we'll friend request, we'll hook you up. And you can see a list of some of the upcoming shows. Until next week, thanks for listening.